Today, I want to talk to you about future you and why that is even important. I want to talk to you about how we're all works in progress, but yet we usually kind of think of ourselves as finished. I'm also going to discuss to you the differences I see between therapy and coaching and the way they look at development. Then one of my favorite ideas, the difference between being reactive and proactive and how they can make such a difference in the way you are moving in your life. And finally, how creating a future vision breeds possibility. And I believe a lot of magic comes when we move into a space of possibility. So without further ado, let's get going for another week. Welcome to Here to Thrive. I'm your host, Kate Snowwise. This is a podcast for people who are ready to step up and live a happier life. It's for those of us who are dedicated to understanding ourselves and getting the best that we can out of this thing called life. It's a mix of psychology and modern spiritual thought, always with a focus on practical advice so that you can take it back and apply it to your own life. I don't believe we're here to merely survive. I truly believe we're here to thrive. So let's get going. Future you, what you might look like in a few years from now. Kind of hard to conceptualize, right? That's it. It's easy for us to look backwards because we have the certainty of what happened then. We know what happened in our past. We can explain it. We can remember it. The now, we live in the space. Everything's very real in the now. Again, we are perceiving it with all of our senses. But the future, now that is often a lot harder to conceptualize. We have to move into a space of imagination. We can't just rely on all of that sense data we're getting. We're no longer relying on what is coming from the outside world. Looking into our future requires us to tap into what is inside of us, not what is external to us. That in itself puts it in a totally different space in my book. Imagination is crucial when we start thinking about where we want to go, what we want to achieve, and who we want to become. Without being able to tap into that internal knowing and core, we can't really paint a picture of what we want the future to look like. Now, we are all works in progress, but a very popular TED Talk by Dan Gilbert, which I will refer to in the show notes, makes a whole heap of sense to me. Even though we're works in progress, we all kind of seem to think that right now we're pretty much kind of finished. I know that we believe in possibility, but his research has demonstrated that we think that we will change far less than we actually do. So we estimate that we'll still like the same things in five years, that we'll be still doing much of the same type of stuff with our lives, having the same close friends, and that isn't always the truth. Again, I believe this comes down to the point that it's really hard to get into that imaginative space. 
But what I think it raises is that change is inevitable. Whether you like it or not, you're not going to stay put. And I believe there is huge power in putting a little bit of intention into exactly which direction you want to be moving in. Because if we're changing, we may as well be in the driving seat. I think that leads really naturally into a discussion around the difference between therapy and coaching. I always think it's really interesting when something comes up for me multiple times in a week, and that is exactly what has happened with this topic around therapy versus coaching in this last week. So I take discovery calls, or what I call discovery calls, where people jump on a call with me and see if they feel like coaching is a good fit for them and whether they like my style, I guess. I had a couple of those this week, and both of them, this discussion came up. What I thought was really interesting is it hasn't come up in the longest time, but it kind of took it as a nudge from the universe that they aren't the only two people in the world wanting to know what the difference is between the two. Now, I'm talking here about sort of what I call future visioning or looking into your future and trying to paint pictures of where you're going and why that is important. In my mind, therapy is a lot more focused on looking backwards and healing past trauma. It's about looking at the ways in which you feel broken and helping you put that back together again. In contrast, I see coaching and the type of coaching I do is focused on where you're at now and then possibility and growth. I don't look backwards very often with my clients and I certainly don't go into a therapeutic mode. It's not where I'm trained. If someone needs healing, I will refer them on to a therapist. But if someone has either done that healing or they're in a place where they want to look and move forward, then that's where I step in. So for me, coaching is about starting where you're at and gazing into your future. It's about intention. It's about certainty and getting to know yourself and having that clarity and excitement about which way you are moving. Now, one of the frustrations I had with psychology when I was training, and I did start my training back in 2000, so it was a little while ago, but when I was going through, I found it really hard to find any models that were about human growth or potential. I kept coming across human maladaption or abnormal psychology, if you like, more of an illness model around our psychological health when I was naturally so drawn to a growth model about what made us flourish. Now, this in part was certainly influenced by my dad. My dad owned a real estate company when I was growing up, and he was in that kind of motivational, self-belief, self-worth kind of world back in the 80s and 90s. I say that and I immediately just think big hair and those brick cell phones. Can you remember those brick cell phones? Seriously, if not, you should Google net those just for a bit of a laugh. 
Now, my dad was pretty old school and not one to make a lot of noise. So he wasn't into this in a big rah-rah kind of way. But he would go to conferences where they would have motivational speakers. And he was really drawn to this type of thinking, if you like, and certainly helped develop that in me, the power of positive thought. Now, as I went through my training, now there is this field in psychology called positive psychology, which is based so much more around researching what makes us happy, high-functioning humans. Now, I'm all about that. I think there's a place for therapy. There's a place for healing. And if you need it, yes, by all means, do that. But in my mind, coaching is a very different side of that psychological coin. Now, if the whole therapy versus coaching discussion fascinates you, I have an article that I often refer back to that was written in Choice Magazine a few years back. I will post a link to a PDF that you can download for yourself if you want to read more of a commentary around that so you can be really clear of what the differences are. I think it's an important differentiation. So coming back full circle, we're talking about future you. And why that is important, where you have been doesn't have to define where you can go. Our minds are so much more powerful than we give them credit for. What I love about concentrating on our future is it puts us in a space of being proactive in our lives rather than reactive. Now, I've mentioned this before in some podcasts. I know I have. I can't even remember which ones. But it's something that I feel is just such a relevant point and it comes up a lot in my coaching sessions. When we are planning and creating for the future we want, we're proactive. We're deciding what we want, where we want to go and how we're going to get there. We are happening to our lives. We are the creative agent. When we, on the other hand, get stuck in ruts and are running through the motions and find that we feel like we aren't moving forward, more often than not, I see it in my clients and oh my my, I've seen it in myself. We've moved into a place of being reactive to life. It's like we're showing up every morning and life is just throwing at us what it has and we're just trying to react to keep up and protect ourselves. I guess it's the difference between playing offense or defense on a team. Are you trying to score one on life or are you just trying to protect yourself from life scoring one on you? It's that whole idea about being on the back foot. Beautiful things happen in our lives when we're on that front foot, when we're playing offense, when we're launching what we have at the world rather than standing back and reacting and protecting ourselves. So I ask you the question, If you were to look at your life today, do you feel like you're in a proactive place? Are you happening to life? Or is life kind of throwing you around a little bit? Are you feeling reactive? I've had a few clients come to me in the last couple of years and describe situations where they feel like they're swimming upstream, that life is a battle and they're just kind of trying to get a breath of fresh air in every once in a while so they can put their head back under and keep on swimming. 
you know, it's that point when we get into that feeling of too much to do, no idea where we're going, just trying to keep moving like a hamster on a wheel. That's a classic sign of feeling like we've moved into the reactive space where we're no longer happening to life, where we don't have that future vision and we're kind of unclear of where we're going. We're just trying to get through the day and it sucks to be there. I'm sorry if you're feeling that now. It sucks to be there. One of the ways you can start to move yourself out of that is to step up out of your life and say, where do I want to be in two years time? What does a dream version of me look like? And to create that vision. Now, the beauty of creating a future vision is that you paint that picture in your mind of where you'd ideally like to go. And that picture doesn't get forgotten. You don't just wake up one morning and forget that spark that you light with your imagination. It's so important for our motivation when we give voice to what is possible. It is the thing that sort of stokes that little fire in our souls, in my opinion. Now, I'm by far the only coach that looks at life this way. Like I said, I think there's a big differentiation between coaching and therapy. And coaching is about looking forward. If you go back and listen to the podcast I released earlier in the month with Shannon Kaiser, she also talks about the power of dreaming into your future self. So if you'd like to go a little bit deeper on this topic, by all means, go back and listen to that episode as well. But I want to ask you today, where would you like to be in two years' time? How would you like to feel? What would your ideal week look like? Now, this doesn't have to be some big, grand vision. If it is, great. But if it's as simple as waking up and not feeling like you're rushing out the door, That is just as relevant. So whatever is coming up for you, allow your mind and your imagination to soak it up. Then the question becomes, and borrowing from Shannon here, what can you do today that that future self will thank you for? What action can you take today to get one tiny tinsy baby step closer to that vision. Believe in your future self. There's so much power there. You don't have to be defined by your past. If you take nothing else away from this episode, remember that. If you'd like to know more about my coaching options, you'll be able to find more information over at my website, www.thrive.how. And thank you so much for your feedback. There's more and more of you listening and I am so appreciating the feedback I'm getting. It's really nice to know that you're not always talking to yourself. If you've got a spare moment, I would so love if you could find out how to leave a review on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend who you think might appreciate a little dose of inspiration once a week. Each and every one of us deserves to feel that sense of happiness i'll be back next week with an amazing interview with ellie katz now if you're a mom you don't want to miss this one 
She's the author of Hot Mess to Mindful Mom. If that's your future vision, seriously, tune in. It was a brilliant conversation. She is such a sweet soul and we have a really good connection. So I'm sure you'll feel that through our conversation next week. Until next week, keep thriving. Thriving.